Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Beauty Call podcast with Janice McQueen, your host. Our show celebrates beauty inside and out. When you need advice on beauty, who are you going to call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hi, everyone. I'm Janice McQueen, your host, and I have an exciting guest with me today, Veronica Oliveras is going to talk about digital marketing and how she gets started in that and how she's an expert. And she's going to give us some tips and tricks and how we can use this in not only our everyday lives with social media, but also for our business. A lot of us that are listening to this are entrepreneurs, or even if we're involved with social media and marketing just for fun, uh, she's going to give us those the expert advice of how we can expand ourselves in social media, but also in our business. So welcome to the show, Veronica. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, it was my pleasure. And, and I, of course, forgive me for uh, forgetting to mention this, but you were Miss Teen United America in 2009. So oh, congratulations yes. on that. <laughs> oh, quite a long time ago, but you know. <laughs> well, it's not that long when you really still, think still about it. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Once a queen, always a queen. Once a queen, always a queen. I yeah. really believe mm-hmm. the same thing, and it's so mm-hmm. true. But you yeah. have really taken off and, you know, you've worked with a lot of, you know, pageant legends in oh, yeah. helping them elevate their social media presence. And of course, you know, my show is pageant related, but I am a firm believer that pageantry is just a springboard into being the best version of yourself and you can take it absolutely your life and you can not only expand your horizons, expand your your reach, your voice, you can help so many other people, but you have to be able to know how to expand, right? <laughs> you know? Right, how exactly. do we learn how to expand? So you know how to build that that awareness on Facebook and Instagram. Online. Of course, there's yeah. so many other online gosh, there's TikTok. There's so many, there's so many resources oh, yeah. and how to get more likes and how to to build that. So let's talk about first you and your pageant background and also your business background and how you got started in your profession. Sure. So I actually started pageantry at 18 through the United America pageant uh, in Austin, Texas. And, you know, the preliminary pageants, I didn't win. I didn't win, but I went to nationals. And uh, before then I had gotten my braces off and I was feeling confident and I just left it all there on the stage and came (laughs) home with a national title. So um, yeah, Miss Teen United America 2009. And yeah, I just met a great group of of women that, you know, 10 years later, pageant life came full circle and started working with them and helping them build their online presence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just seeing everybody, you know, from 10 years ago and what's ev- what everybody's grown to do and through their platforms then and how it's grown now, it's, it's been really inspirational. Um, and I think just goes to show pageant girls are more than the gowns and makeup. I mean, these are entrepreneurial women with, you know, plans to change the world. So, yeah. You know, and, it's uh, so true. And it's you, you, you're part of that. And, you know, you having had a national title, you've understood what it's like to get that 
the ha having to have a national reach and having to reach beyond your community. And it's, for those listening, it's not easy. <laughs> it is. Sure. And I think, so you know, 10 easy. years ago, you know, social media wasn't like it is today. And mm -hmm. I think had, had it been, you know, you could have had a bigger, you know, larger reach and just grown your network even more so. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it was just crazy. I mean, after that pageant, I didn't really do anything else within pageantry, just stayed connected with the women involved. And, you know, I lived in Spain and I was visiting, a, I was going to go visit a friend and one of my pageant friends, Corinne Devon, sent me a message because I had just launched my digital marketing website. And she goes, hey, you know, I was actually thinking of you know, doing some work so online and I could really use your help. And I was like, hey, well, I'm actually going to be in Sicily for Thanksgiving. Why don't you join us? And she ended up being 15 minutes down the road from my friend's house that I was going to. So it was wow. just a, and I hadn't seen her and I, you know, it probably was 10 years. So, you know, we just picked up where we left off and um, that kind of started, you know, working back with pageantry again. And it was almost like, you know, you didn't miss a beat. You know, it was my group. Of, of ladies and it was you know being around strong empowering women you know you just thrive around them so I know it's it's amazing that it is sort of a sisterhood and and mm -hmm. not everybody really understands it until you do until you understand yeah. it and then you're involved yeah. and it's it's almost like a sorority of people mm -hmm. whether you're a guy or a gal you know it's a sorority <laughs> of like-minded people that enjoy it whether you are you know competing or running a pageant or a coach or a director or a judge. It's something about that. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah, there's something it. about it. And even one of my other pageant sisters from the United America pageant, she lives, you know, 20 minutes up the road from me. And I had gone to her house. I said, Hey, can we use your house for my sister's engagement pictures? And, you know, I, I we hadn't kept up, you know, I wasn't seeing her every day, but she said, of course, of course. And her husband's like, who is this girl? And she's like, this is Veronica. This is my little sister, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> you know, even after all that time, not seeing each other, you still you still want to help and be a part of each other's lives and each other's journey, you know, even if it's not directly, you know, for me, it was for my sister. And mm -hmm. everybody just coming in to support each other. And it's just a great, a great uh, sisterhood, for sure. I love it. So you are this, you know, digital marketing genius. And so you're going to give us this, the scoop on how we can <laughs> get our message out there because it's so important sure. to have, you know, we all have a message to share in the world. I do believe it. I think in the times that we're, we're taping this right now, we're right in the middle of the pandemic and, you know, we're all sort of learning from this. I feel, and I know I've gone through a roller coaster ride since March mm -hmm. and just trying to adapt and to go with the flow of what's happening and to evolve. And along with evolving, you know, especially over the last even few years, social media has become very much a part of what you need to do in business mm -hmm. as well as a beauty queen because you, you do have a job. When you are a title holder, it is a job. And I think once you understand that, you can be truly successful. And as a coach myself, and the goal of my book and the goal of this show is to help not only give tips and tricks, but also to help introduce people like yourself to the pageant world to understand that there are people that can help you with through your journey. You can't be an expert in everything that you do, but 
you do need help along the way. So if you can share with us like some some things I know that I'm interested in is, you know, Mm -hmm. I love Facebook and Instagram. Those are my two social mediums that I use that I love so very much, those platforms that I absolutely love. And I feel like that, you know, my audience is there, but of course there's a lot more that you can tell us about. But can you give us some tips and tricks about how to get more Facebook likes to start with? Sure. So as you know, people are trying to get you know, as many Facebook likes as possible on their, you know, pageantry page or business page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had, you know, three, I guess, four uh, just tips on a way to help grow that number. One is like one of the easiest things, but that not a lot of people know about is the community tab on your Facebook page. So once you go to your page, there's a community tab, I think on the left-hand side, and you can actually invite all of your friends to like this page. So say you have 1,500 friends on Facebook, if they're really your friends and they're supporting you, then they should accept the like. Maybe if they're not in your pageantry world, maybe someone that they're connected to is. And, you know, so that's just one quick way to get, you know, right off the bat, 10, 20, 50 likes right away, depending on how supportive your your Facebook family is. But uh, the community tab and inviting all of your friends to like it, it's a really easy tip to do. And also what I've noticed with pageantry, a lot of pageants, they have their contestants create their own page. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, Miss North America page, but she does, she only has that for the time of the pageant, not necessarily, you know, so she's putting all of her, you know, eggs in this basket of a page that's actually going to go away if she wins or she doesn't win. So you kind of lose that audience and that, you know, a group of people that she's kind of plant the seed when within the pageant, they kind of go away. So I think pageants could kind of utilize the editor part and have contestants take over their page for a week and just kind of introduce themselves within the pageantry page. And so that way they can invite their friends to like the page, you know, and then after the pageant, even if they don't win, their group of friends is still connected to the pageantry page, you know, so it's still, you know, not losing a page. And it also makes it less work for the contestants, you know, like, oh man, I got to create another page, you know, like uh, (laughs) if you're a businesswoman, you probably have, you know, your influencer page, your personal page and your, you know, podcast page and like, oh, now I got to do another pageant page, you know, so just maybe doing more takeovers and having, um, you know, kind of, a weekly takeover within your contestants, um, I think would help build your pageantry brand as well. I like um, that because I think sometimes less is more, you know, mm-hmm. too many pages, it gets confusing. And then mm-hmm. I think social media is enjoyable, but you need to have a purpose, I think, in everything that you do. Otherwise it ends mm-hmm. up being busy work. So that's a mm-hmm. really great tip. I love, I love both of those. Okay. What else? Yeah. Okay. And so then number three, which kind of goes with uh, the contestant takeover is using the Facebook publisher tool. It's a free publishing tool within Facebook to help you schedule out your post. So for instance, if you had a contestant, okay, so Miss North America, you're taking over this week, send me the post and content that you want to share. So you can pre-approve it as a pageant and you already know what they're going to be discussing that week, just so you can monitor it as well. And then just as a pageant, you can have set posts to go out from a monthly, you know, pageantry update or something like that. But it's a free scheduling tool 
that you can utilize to stay consistent um, and stay constantly in front of your audience's, you know, feed. Love it. So, uh, yeah. And then, oh yeah, you can also use your scheduling posts, uh, you know, to promote your sponsors. You know, I don't know how long contracts are with sponsors and pageantry, but even just giving them a, sh- a, sh- a monthly shout out, like, you know, for supporting your pageant would mean so much to them, kind of just giving back for being one of the sponsors. So, um, yeah. And then the last one that I have is just networking within groups on on Facebook. So your page, you have the option to create groups. Uh, and here you can have, you know, for the 2019 to 20 pageant contestants within this group. And it's a place where the girls can stay connected even after the pageant is over. So if you're going to be, you know, pushing a book or, you know, you're starting a podcast, you can still connect with those women even after the pageant is over. Um, And I think a lot of, you know, women want to help others, even the winners. Like, it's not just about them. They want to help their other contestants, their friends that they made throughout the pageant. So I think if you can find a way to build community after the pageant is gone online, your your pageant is just going to blow up as far as, you know, like I want to be in that pageant because that's a sisterhood online. <laughs> so yeah, just kind of staying connected that way too. And uh, so those are my four tips for getting more likes on your pageant Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And that works whether you are, you know, you own a pageant or you're in a pageant. If you mm-hmm. If you're the title holder or if you're the director. And I think I mean, my advice is it's always good to work together in tandem, you know, and have mm-hmm. a synergy, you know, and then you build a following, right? You just build that following. And yeah, and I, you're going to do that really by posting consistently. Yes. With assistance. Utilizing the, publish, the publishing tool on Facebook. It's free and, you know, it doesn't, you know, cost anything for you. So. I love that. And I think free yeah. is so good. I mean, yeah, I'm all about the, the resources. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when you pay to get, any kind of social media like Hootsuite or any of those those mm-hmm. platforms to help schedule for you, that is a cost. So if you mm-hmm. can have these kind of hacks that you provide, you're actually, mm-hmm. your advice helps save people money in the long run so that you can mm-hmm. maybe work on some other things that are important in, in the line that you do. You know, I'm a big believer in that you've got to have, and I, and I talk about this in my book and also um, in other other episodes of my podcast, but it's so important to have, you know, a really good bio and have a mission statement and, and to be able to have a platform page and a media kit and all the things that the resources that you have to look professional. And so Mm -hmm. that's where you really want to spend your time and energy and your money and, you know, have the free resources that are right there at your fingertips. And then I love doing Facebook, you know, Facebook live. I mean, I think that's Mm -hmm. always fun to do every now and again, at least, you know, I don't, I don't do it as often as I would like to do it, but you know, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of fun just to engage with people. And, and I enjoy that because I'm, I'm all about talking. I love talking more than anything yeah. else. So, well, I mean, and the reason why I want to like promote the free things too, is because I work with a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs that don't have really the budget yet. And yeah. if you can just do one social media platform really well, that's going to say, you know, so much more than paying for another, you know, third-party posting app to be everywhere. I mean, no, that's not necessary. If you can focus on one and be really great at it, then do that and use what's free because I think 
until you get to a certain point, you know, possibly you're going to have to, you know, outsource or spend a little bit of money. But in the beginning, I think there's definitely a lot of resources out there available for you. And even with live, mm. you have to promote before and you can utilize the publishing tool to set up, okay, a week before, three days before, an hour before I'm going live. And that way you can have more people tuning in at that time and kind of giving everyone a heads up mm-hmm. so they can be ready for you and maybe have questions or, you know, anything like that. But yeah, yeah that's so smart. I think that's smart to be mm-hmm. always be plan- planning ahead. Mm-hmm, for sure. Things like that. So let's talk, because if you talk about Facebook Live, um, and this is, I haven't done it yet, and I and I, I, I will be honest in admitting that this is something that I need to be better at. And so, you know, it's, it's important to continue to learn and evolve as a person. I want to mm-hmm. talk about Instagram engagement. Um, I've always okay. felt like Facebook is my favorite platform. So I, I put a little bit more content there and engage more there. Instagram, I'm beginning to really love and mm-hmm. understand it a lot more. And of course, Facebook and it owns Instagram and I get all that, but it's a, so different. So let's talk about that as far as engagement on Instagram and how you can build your audience and how it is different. Sure. Okay. Well, I just want to um, kind of differentiate the kind of content you would put on Instagram versus Facebook. If you're thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to share this quote on Instagram. It looks great on my feed. Let me share it to Facebook. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking of posting content to Facebook, think of the name of the platform itself, Facebook. So is there a face in this? Like, you know, we want pictures of people on Facebook. And Instagram is more an aesthetic type of of feed, you know, and I think that's why stories have gone up so much because the way your feed looks is so important to, you know, other brands or trying to get more followers or looking consistent. uh, People are posting more to their stories to keep their feed consistent. So, Ah, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, and... Did I answer your question? I think I might have oh. <laughs> went around a different way. I was just I saying, went how, a different do you, direction. how do you, how would, what would you recommend for increasing engagement on Instagram? Because I know that, you know, I've noticed at least that, for example, like I love Facebook, but yet, you know, my son loves Instagram. And I think it's definitely generational as well. And not to mean that, that I can't post on Instagram and that I'll have followers mm-hmm. there. And I do. And I'm building that and I'm learning to love it, but I get the aesthetics part of it. But if you want to build more followers and have true followers, not paid followers, of course, build that engagement, how do you do that? Definitely starting within your captions. Are you providing value in your captions? You know, what are people paying for that you could give, you know, your followers for free, you know, (laughs) or like, you know, you know, pageant tips, maybe you wouldn't give away all of your best, you know, pageant coaching, but little snippets. If they're finding value in your, in your, in your captions, they're going to interact with you. Mm-hmm. And are you being quick to responding to them? If they're asking you a question, are you waiting six hours before you respond? You know, so it's being social online. You can't, like, if somebody texts you and you don't respond until next day, you kind of feel like you're bothering them. So you know, kind of the same idea with Instagram and, you know, the comment section, you know, you have to be interactive mm-hmm. and stories to go into that way. Um, you know, it's a great way for people to ask for recommendations. Like you can go on and ask your audience, you know, which 
gown is going to be better, the red one or the white one, you know? So just kind of engaging, uh, or if you're visiting a new place, I know right now you're in the UK, like you could ask, Hey, does anyone have a great, you know, place for me to go sit and have a glass of wine, read a book, you know, right. just a way to engage from outside of pageantry, you know, let them see the real you also because you're a real person <laughs> and not just, mm-hmm. you know, not just your podcast, you know, your Janice. So I think being real and authentic online is important as far as people, you know, wanting to engage with you. And I think there's so many people with bots now commenting. Like sometimes I'm like, if someone's like, oh, uh, we like your feed, DM us or something. Uh, no, I'll almost respond like, turn off your bots. <laughs> because <laughs> like, that is not okay. <laughs> I know. Well, you, you really hit the nail on the head as far as what I, I believe too is authentic and being real. And I think when you mm-hmm. share your heart and your story, it translates what no regardless if you're on Facebook or Instagram. And mm-hmm. I think that is so important. And I do, I do believe in real engagement. And, you know, there are times like, you know, like you mentioned, I'm in the UK right now. So I, I am a little bit delayed in because I'm eight hours ahead from my, my normal time zone that my engagement is a little bit lacking. But so I so see what you mean as far as you really have to be on it. You have to be not only responsible for your own feed, but engage with those that are your friends or those that are mm-hmm. part of your pageant world and, and engage with them too and show that you care because it's, it's designed to be social media, you know? So sure, exactly. And <laughs> so you know, that's really good advice. Who, who, are you, who are you following? Like, are you following other pageant coaches or are you following you know, pageant girls, you know, like you maybe want to interact more on their pages, like and say, oh yeah, that, you know, I love the the dress you chose for this. I would maybe do a different, a strappy shoe instead of one with embellishment. So you don't, you know, rip your dress, you know, or something like that right. and engage on pageant girls pages. So I'm like, man, who could I, who could I help or ask for help with this upcoming pageant? And they're going to immediately think of you because you've already established a relationship with them online. Yeah. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think that's, that's great advice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always like to to help any way that I can, especially during the time that we're in right now is, is Mm -hmm. like you said, offering those tips and tricks that are, Mm -hmm. that are, you know, just out of goodness, you know, just always Mm -hmm. share and, and to give of yourself, like you're giving of this right now and helping not only my readers and my podcast audience to really understand social media, because I think so many people try and they just, and I did it myself at one time where I just throw everything out there and I see what sticks on the wall. You know, you just try, you know, you just yeah. throw it, well, see what's, what stays. And you sort of find out that some things work, some things don't, but it all comes down to there really is, you know, an, a bit of an algorithm and there really sure. is a rhyme and a reason as to why people want to engage with you is that your your message is something that moves somebody and that it, it makes sense and you have a consistent message for the most of part. I mean, we all have yeah, times yeah. that we take time off, but having that consistent message and you really are trying to maybe do, you know, you're doing some good in the world or you're mm-hmm. asking a question and you're engaging, you really want to know people's opinion. I think all of that is really great advice and it does help increase that, that engagement. And then you know, I would love to know what you think about hashtags. Like on Instagram, is there a certain number that's the right amount to have as far as like a hashtag? 
on any So you kind of hear, you know, the, the max amount of hashtags is 30. And I've heard some people say only seven. I think if you're starting out and you're trying to grow your following, use the maximum 30, but maybe use more hashtags related to the audience you're trying to reach. So for instance, if uh, for digital marketing, am I going to be hashtagging digital marketing, <clears throat> social media consultant, or am I going to be hashtagging mompreneur, you know, trying to find my audience, like a mom of three, you know, someone who's busy, who's going to need my help um, right. managing their business so they can be a mom. So I think, you know, having your, you know, your few hashtags that are reaching out to the audience you hope to pull into your pageantry or that you pull in, want to pull in as a client. I think keeping your audience in mind because your audience too will kind of tell you the type of content they want as well. And you'll kind of build your type of client. Like who are you going to help the most? Um, and wow. for me, it's moms, <laughs> like the ones that are too busy or, you know, corporate women that can't, that just don't have the time to manage their social media accounts. So exactly. that's my bread and butter. They're out there changing the world and I'm just, you know, changing filters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, adjust, adjusting their hashtags. Um, but yeah, no, I do I believe in the power of the hashtags, especially in the beginning when you're trying to grow your following. I don't know that I, I don't know that so many hashtags are necessary on Facebook. So a lot of times when people share their Instagram posts to Facebook directly and you get like 30 hashtags. I like cringe a little bit. I'm like, Oh no, I don't like, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, I definitely believe in the power of the hashtag for sure. Yeah. And then if you have like, like just an example, if you are miss XYZ, make sure you do have your hashtag miss miss XYZ and then everything will fall under that page as well, which is always great. And of if course, you're on a show yeah. like mine, you can always yeah. <laughs> add that as your hashtag and I'll add that as your hashtag. So it's, it's added value, you know, at all. Yeah. Have your, have your branded hashtags and then maybe just about five to seven, you know, for sure reaching out to your uh, right. potential audience. Great, but. great advice. And I know mm -hmm. that it's something that so many, like in every business, you know, I do acting on the side too, and actors have to be involved with social media to build your, mm. to build your name and your brand. And pageant girls, you have to do it. You just have to do it. It's just part of the world today. We've evolved in pageantry. Uh, we've come a long way. And it, it can be fun. And mm. I think, Veronica, you know how to break it down so that it makes it fun and then what you can't do, Veronica can do, can do for you. Because yeah, it's less overwhelming. <laughs> Let yes. me plan your post for you. <laughs> Sometimes um, you can't do it. You can't do it all. And hmm. we end up, I think, spinning our wheels and spending so much busy time trying to figure out that sometimes it is good to let go of the things that are not serving you. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why experts like yourself come involved. But you gave some great advice. And I know that there's so much more that you do, such as, you know, media kits and PR kits and, and, and manage people's social media. And there's just so many great things that you provide for our busy, busy men and women today. So how can we reach out to you? How can we follow you? How can we find you? Sure. Uh, so just visit my website, www.veronicaolivares.com. Yeah. <laughs> and all of my social media links are on there as well. So yeah, it's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A 
O-L-I, V as in Victor, A-R-E, Z as in zebra, dot com. Beautiful. So, yeah, send Beautiful me a note. Um, I'd love to give a consult where I can and see if, you know, we would be a good fit for anyone out there looking for a social media manager. Don't hesitate to reach out. Yes, absolutely. Do not hesitate, you know, run to you right now because it's, so, <laughs> it's, it's important to have that brand brand presence when you are you know, preparing to win a title or whenever you have won that title. Or yeah, well, think of your, yeah. your online audience as, you know, potential buyers of your book, you know, in exactly. your, fu- your future book or, you know, buyers of your recipe. It's, it's building an audience of uh, future consumers of whatever, you know, Absolutely. you have to offer. So. Or helping find sponsors too. You of know, course. The more your yeah. name's out there, the more chances you have of getting a sponsor Mm-hmm. to help you along the way because, yeah, it does take a village for sure. Well, thank you, Veronica. I really appreciate your contribution and all of your great advice. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm going to take some time to do a self-promotion. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I do want to tell you all about my brand new book called Queendom, How to Reign in Pageantry. It is available for pre-order as of August the 26th, 2020 on Amazon.com. It's a Kindle book that you can download to read on any smart device or your laptop, so you don't have to have a Kindle. It's very easy to download, and it's only 99 cents. This is my first book, and it's all about positivity and pageantry and how to find your authentic voice. So it's a step-by-step guide that'll teach anyone that is just starting out or they're a seasoned pro in pageantry, and it will also help you with your interview skills and how to speak in public and how to do the things that I do every single day on this podcast, and that's sort of speak off the top of my head and be spontaneous. (laughs) It'll teach you how to do that extremely well. So make sure to go to amazon.com and search Queendom, How to Reign in Pageantry, or you can look it up by my full name, Janice McQueen Ward. And you'll find my book right there for pre-order for only 99 cents. This is a promotion that's going to be going on for just a short period of time because my book will release on November the 28th in the ebook version as well as a paperback. And the price will go up at that time. November 28th is a very special date for me. It is my mother's birthday. And this book is dedicated in honor and memory of her and my dad because they are the reason that I am in pageantry. They gave me the wings and the confidence to do anything and everything that I wanted to do. And I'm hoping that through this book and through my Beauty Call podcast and pageant podcast, I'm doing the same thing for you, giving you the confidence and the wings to be able to do anything you want to do in life. So make sure to check it out on Amazon. That's Queendom, How to Reign in Pageantry. I love you all. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. Make sure if you're on Apple that you subscribe, rate, and review me on iTunes. And I would love your feedback. At any time, you could reach out to me on JaniceMcQueen.com and contact me or join my newsletter and give me the feedback of different subjects and topics that you would like to hear or if you would like to be a guest on my show. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.